Welcome to the Department of Mysteries. We are your unspeakables. Kai. And Ella. Before we begin, we want to make it clear that we are allies to all trans, non-binary, and gender non-conforming people. On our podcast, we will cover everything from spells to magical creatures. We will release an episode every Sunday and are excited to have you with us. Yeah, so to kick off the Daily Prophet... Unfortunately, today, David cannot join us. Um, yes. Doesn't feel like talking. Throat. He has a sore throat. So we are going to let David rest, and we are going to miss him very much. But me and Kai will do our best to make it yeah. lively and fun, even though David is gone. So it feels very lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just so quiet and, like, lonely without David. We miss you, David. Yes, hopefully you'll <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, other news in the Daily Prophet, uh, none as important as David, um, but uh, next year there will be a Harry Potter Museum exhibit that will go on tour. So this has happened before, and we don't really know the details, but that's kind of cool. Um, hopefully it'll come to an area near you. And now we have a listener in Australia. Shout out to you. You guys are awesome. Um, yeah, so who knows? Maybe it'll go to Australia. And then maybe it'll come to the U.S. We have a lot of listeners in the U.S. Um, but yeah. All right. So today, in celebration of Black History Month, we we're talking about people of color in Harry Potter. And to kick yes. it off, one of the best orrors in the Department of Ministry, in the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, that was kind of sad. Okay. How do you... In the Ministry King... of Magic. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> he does not work in the Department of Mysteries. <laughs> no, I got uh, excited. <laughs> so, Kingsley Shacklebolt. So, he's in the Order of the Phoenix, and he, like, picks up Harry at his house. Um... He isn't he the one who also gives um, that quibbler to um, uh, Mr. Weasley to take to Sirius? Isn't that yeah him as well? And yeah, he's an Auror, um, but on Dumbledore's side. So that's yeah. that he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Awesome. So next, oh wait. First, we have to rate the character. Oh, yes. Okay, so I need to explain this a little bit, because the way I wrote it, I don't know if it makes any sense. So we're going to rate the character, like, from looking at the plot and looking at the character and, like, how he fits into the world building. We're going to rate him out of 10, just as a character in a book. And then imagining if he's a real human who actually lived is he like a good person or like would we want yeah. to be friends with him out All of right. 10 so both sounds good so should i go first yeah all right so probably in the book i mean i think 
he's a pretty good person. But, like, he helps Harry, and Harry's the protagonist in the story, so that kind of makes him a good character. But he also goes against his, like... He goes against the Ministry of Magic, even though it's not, like, being very helpful <laughs> in this time period. So I think he would get a 7 from me. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, he's not, like, totally essential to the plot. Like, the book would still yeah. happen if he wasn't there. Um, and he's not, like, he's a good person, but he's also, like, rebelling against the Ministry of Magic, which might yeah. not be good, since it is the law, kind right. of, in the wizard. And he is, like, guarding our protagonist, like you said. Yeah. So I think a 7 is accurate. Yeah. And then, as, like, a real person, um, I don't, well, I guess, I don't know, it, I, I think it'd be similar, because, well, it depends on if, like, what he was, like, if he was an Auror, he'd probably be, like, a policeman or something, with that. Yeah. And, I don't know. Probably be a pretty good policeman because he's an Auror. Um, yeah. In the books. So probably like an eight or nine in the real world. Mhm. Mm I think definitely it would be higher because the fact that he does go against the Ministry of Magic shows that like he's willing to follow his morals. Yeah. Like he's not just gonna do whatever the Ministry says. He's gonna be like, wait, no, this is wrong. We're not gonna yeah. do this. But then he doesn't, like, he doesn't do anything drastic or dangerous. He stays on the inside. He keeps getting that information. Yeah. But he, what he does with that information is, like, what sets him apart. Yeah. yeah. So I would definitely think, like, a nine? What do you think? Eight or nine? I don't know. Maybe, like, an eight and a half? <laughs> yeah, eight know. and a half. All right. I can live with an eight and a half. <laughs> all right, and if you hear typing, that is because I'm typing them all down, so I think at the end we can, like, scroll back through and see who won. All right. Yes. That's so next idea. is Angelina Johnson. Woo! Oh, she's a great character. As a chaser, I am very proud that <laughs> we have Angelina Johnson in the community of amazing chasers from Harry Potter. Yes. So... I mean, the big thing, like, we know she's an amazing Quidditch player. You know, she helps Harry decide. She gives him good advice. Um, yeah, and she's just, like, there for the team. You know, she always performs well. You know, yeah. like, she just seems like an awesome person. If only in the muggle world um, the snitch wasn't worth as much, she would be much more important in Quidditch. Yeah. Oh, Quidditch. I'm going to get a little bit off topic here, but me and Kai had the joy of teaching Quidditch to our gym class. Yeah, it so, was really fun. It and was super fun. they seemed to enjoy it. Like, yeah. At first, everyone was kind of like, do we have to do this? Yeah, and, and then towards the end, everyone got really into it, so that was good. Yeah. Yeah, I am definitely very sore today. How about you, Kai? <laughs> I am, but I don't know what it's from. It's just, like, stuff. Yeah, I think I did a lot of running, because yeah. no one wanted to be snitch or seeker, um, no. which is totally valid. I didn't either, but um, 
me and Kai were both at some point during the majority of gym class. The snitch or the seeker. So, yeah. I now have, like, more respect for Lily, Ella's little sister, who is the snitch on our team, and then the two seekers. Like Definitely. It's a big job. It's not fun if you don't like running. Totally. Like, Lily, you're awesome. Thank you. Yay. Much apologies. Lily doesn't listen to the podcast, though. Maybe I'll make her well, listen to this episode. Yeah, no. you should say you might be mentioned. You might want yeah. to <laughs> All right. And Angelina Johnson is also a member of the DA. Woo! We love yeah, all DA members. Party. Woo! Yes. And that's, that's our team, too. Our Quidditch oh, yeah. team name, so. <laughs> and we, we have are... beaten... The Whomping Willows. Yeah. Multiple times. Well, I guess only... We only had, like, one game. We only had one game. (laughs) But still, we will beat them again. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. Yeah, so... uh, Why don't we rate the character as a character and as a person out of ten? Alright, you can go first this time. Okay. So, Angelina... um, I think she's a pretty good character. Like, she definitely has depth. She's got a good personality. She doesn't like, you know, it's nothing like, you know, I feel like she's a very strong, independent person. So I think that's yeah. amazing. Um, my only complaint is like, and we keep bringing this up, and I'm sure we'll keep bringing her up. All the black characters in Harry Potter are very, like, they're very much side characters. Yeah. Right? Like, we were talking about with Kingsley Shacklebolt. He's there to protect Harry. And I feel like... They're not just, like, in the background, like, random students. But they have some depth, but they're just kind of, Yeah. But they're all kind of there to move Harry forward as a person. And while that is the function of most side characters, I do think it's a bit troubling that, like... Literally every single black character in Harry Potter is there to move the plot forward. Like, that's a little bit like, all right, come on, JK. You can do it. So, I would rate her... I'm going to go with a seven again. Because, like, I mean, she's awesome. Maybe an eight. What do you think? I'm leaning towards eight. I might be a little biased, though, because we're... both biased because we're both chasers as yeah well. so that might be part of it yeah i think she gets points for being a good chaser though like yeah it's hard to get on the quidditch team only seven kids out of the whole house it's kind get. of crazy i know well i'm just amazed too that there are no other sports like yeah these kids lead other... a really unhealthy lifestyle I know, they They have, like, no P.E. Yeah. And they eat feasts at every meal. Exactly. Like, there is one form of exercise. And and it's it's, not really exercise. Yeah, you're just, like, sitting on this broom and flying around. And maybe it, like, requires more skill. Like, balancing and stuff. It's a lot more, like, technical versus, like, actual physical. But I do think that's also an implication of the wizarding world, right? Like, we think of magic. Like, you still have to put as much effort into cooking a meal. It's just a different type of effort. Like, instead of chopping the carrots, you are 
concentrating your magic. So I do definitely think that the wizarding world is a lot more skill-based versus like actual physicality, but it is still important for these children to learn like you need to exercise every day. You (laughs) cannot eat a huge feast with lots of fudge and do no exercise. Like that, because in there's only like Crab and Goyle are like the kind of overweight students yeah. that they mention which is kind of surprising because I mean it's like they don't get any exercise like at all yeah and that's and another they, yeah. slightly irritating thing about JK while we're on like biases <laughs> like if you look through the text all the characters who are ugly or fat are considered evil and that is, like, the main reason, guess, like... Yeah, crap and Goyle. Exactly. Like, we don't have Not a, a single... Picture. Or then, like, when you do get characters like Slughorn, who are morally gray, he's not described as fat or overweight. He's described as, like, round, like, well-fed. Like, <laughs> you know, she doesn't use the same terms that she uses with other characters. All right, so back yeah. on topic. I'm sorry, Kai, I'm getting us off That's topic. okay. We're making it more interesting. Yeah, we're trying to fill the empty void without David. Um, Okay. As a person. Yeah. I think a nine. Yeah, she'd be a pretty awesome person. Like, if she went to our high school, that'd be cool. Oh, yeah, I'd be her best friend. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Sorry, Kai, I'm ditching you. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. We'll just, like, follow her around all the Yeah. We'll just be, like, the creepies. (laughs) (laughs) You're so amazing, Angelina. (laughs) If you were in a book, I bet you would, like, be a chaser or something. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Alright, yeah, so I think nine. Woo! Alright. Dean Thomas. So, yeah, Dean Thomas. He's a Quidditch player. He was also a member of the DA, Dumbledore's army, and he was captured by Snatchers, which is not a good thing. No. Because that, like, that's just not a good situation to be in. Yeah, it's not really, you don't want that in your bullet list of traits. (laughs) You want, like, super successful human. Yeah, save the world. Yeah, exactly. Didn't, didn't, like, get tortured and stuff. Nothing bad happened to him. Yes. That's like whenever people ask, like, what character would you want to be in Harry Potter? It's always such a hard question to answer because it's like, well, all the named characters, like, they get tortured or they get captured. Yeah. Like, I just they get to want live to, heroically. like, be happy. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> I'll be like Celestina Warbeck, and I'll just be like, oh yes, I have famous wizarding concerts, and I'm just, I live. (laughs) (laughs) I survive all seven books. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good goal, to survive all seven books. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like any character who survives all seven books is automatically a five. (laughs) Just (laughs) for surviving. Poor Fred. Oh, poor Fred. 
All right. Doesn't even get a five. <laughs> Doesn't even get a five. No, it's okay. Fred is just so amazing. Yes. I mean, they they were kind of normal. They had like a joke shop. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, pretty normal. Except George loses his ear. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be either twin. <laughs> but then he's holy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. All right. So, Dean Thomas again. Let's get back on track. So, um, as a character, I, I don't know. I mean, he's not, like, my favorite. Yeah. He's okay. He's just Maybe another like character. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, like, have that much. he's kind of there. Just, mm-hmm. like, all the black characters in Harry Potter, so... Yeah. Yeah. So maybe like a six or five. Six is generous. Yeah. I say six. Yeah. If you're a huge Dean fan, don't get mad at us, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then as a person, I think he's kind of cool. Like, I'd hang out with yeah. him. Like, if he sat next to me in class, I'd talk to him before the bell rang. Yeah. It'd be like just. A person like you knew. Yeah. And could hang out yeah. with. Yeah. He'd be like someone like you say hi to in ho- in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's like a six and a half or seven. I'd give a seven. seven. Maybe seven and a half or an eight. Well, yeah, I think seven is good. Yeah. Man, poor Dean. It's <laughs> <laughs> the lowest rating. I know. He I will think not we're win also. The competition. Being slightly less generous as we, like, move on. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're getting more picky. Okay, next. Blaze Zabini. Um, he's in the slug club. Because yeah. of, like, I think his, like, uncle or something. And Yeah, he was the one with the uncle in the ministry. Or yeah, yeah. Like that. And then he didn't fight in the second wizarding war because he's a Slytherin. Um, <laughs> and... Hogwarts was kind of mean, and they're like, yo, if you're a Slytherin, get out of here. Um, <laughs> yep. What if there are good Slytherins? I know. Like, my, so, my mom and aunt both listen to this episode, and they won't be happy that I'm saying this. But, um, they, when they first took the Harry Potter test, they were both Slytherins, and then they decided to take it again, um, because... David mentioned in one of our beginning episodes that, like, dump, like you could choose who you are, and so they took that as a sign that they could retake the test. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom got Hufflepuff, and I don't think she's in my house, honestly. And my aunt <laughs> got Ravenclaw, but I still think they're Slytherins. So. Yes. But they're not, like, evil. They're just. Yeah. Like, they're, like, they're, <laughs> they're not evil. But I have a big problem with them, like, letting all the Slytherins go. Because, like, yeah. you don't have that many people. Like, yeah, I know. this is a war. You need as many people as you can get. But instead, you're like, oh, no, 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 no. Based on this one Slytherin. One yep. Slytherin. And a stereotype and... that we, like, yeah, believe. We are going to tell one quarter... 25% of our people 
to leave. Like, no! Don't! And in the movie, like, they show, like, this, it's just so many Death Eaters. Like, it's crazy, right? Yeah. And I don't know how, like, we don't know exactly how many there were. But, like, if the movie got it right, then they need those Slytherins. <laughs> exactly. Like. Because that's a lot of people. If they're so evil, you gotta, like, give them an easy job. Be like, okay, your job is to bring water <laughs> to, like, yes. the nurses. And, like, just because, like, a lot of poisons you'd be able to detect. And, like, mm. how would they get poisons? Or just be like. Go help the house elves. Something. Do anything. Like, Don't just anything. Run. Like, you're just, like, by sending them away, you're not giving them the chance to prove themselves, right? Yeah. You're, you're just like, oh, you're in the Slytherin house. We don't want anything to do with you. You, like, we know that we need you in the long run, but it's just not worth it. Just leave. Right? Like, by doing this, they're never allowing the Slytherins to be good. For all we yeah. know, the Slytherins are the most resourceful. You want resourceful people in battle. Who yeah, knows, maybe they would have come up with some amazing plan. And, like, the war would have been over. And Harry would have, like, been able to die and be like, oh, everything's okay. Like, yeah. it could have been so much easier. But no, we sent all the Slytherins away. <laughs> and so the war was hard. Lots of... Maybe Fred could have lived. Yeah, maybe Fred could have lived. Okay, this is my new headcanon. If the <laughs> Slytherins were there, one of them would have pushed Fred out of the way, and he would have lived. Yes. I'm making sparkle fingers. You can't <laughs> see them. Imagine. Right. Them. <laughs> that was a fun off-topic section. Yeah. Alright, how would we rate him as a character? I honestly don't have a clue. <laughs> the only thing we really know about him is he, like, has an uncle who's in the ministry, but he doesn't really know his uncle, so Slughorn is like, well, you're not useful. Yeah, like, he gets kicked out of the Slug Club. That's pretty <laughs> lame. Yeah. But, wait, does he survive? I'm a, Well, he wasn't in the war, so we're assuming he lived. Yeah. Because it wasn't in danger. So he gets a five. Good job, you lived. Yay. Okay, so, five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just don't know anything about him, really. Yeah, what do you think, Kai? I think a five is fair. Like, yep. Alright, as a character, or as a human, if you as... saw him in the hallway, Kai, what would you do? I'd probably, well, I guess, I don't know. I mean, he's probably a nice guy, right? Assuming not all Slytherins are evil. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Maybe like a six. Or something. Yeah. I think I'd probably give him a six. Like, he's not, like, evil. But, I don't We know. just don't know enough to really yeah. tell. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, if he said hi to me in the hallway, I'd be like, oh, hey, I don't know you, but hi. <laughs> but I wouldn't be like, oh, let's have a conversation. I'd just be like, oh, person, hi. Yeah. 
Alright, so I think... Wait, no, because then he'd be rated the same as Dean. Uh, yeah, so... Six. Or five. Yeah. We're good at numbers on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to us for math tips. Alright, so... The next character we're going to rate is Hermione Granger. And I don't think we really need to describe that character to you, if you <laughs> know anything at all about Harry Potter. If you don't know who Hermione Granger is, um, I recommend you turn off the podcast immediately and pick up the books or watch the movies. Yes, preferably um, both. Yes, books first. Yes, and then you books get always first. I made the mistake of watching the movies first, and I regret mm, it. So I know. First. <laughs> Fun fact. So, I was encouraging Kai to read the books. And Kai's like, yeah, okay, fine. And, you know, she just kept, like, forgetting to do it. It wasn't a priority. And then COVID hit, and I was like, I'm bored. And so over the summer, I read them. And then she comes to me and she goes, Ella, I read the Harry Potter books. They're really good. And I had this moment of, oh, you're (laughs) a fan now. And then and I was then, so excited. Yeah. And then I turned around and read him again. So I've read yep. him twice. Nice. Ella's read him like eight times, though. So I don't, I don't even compare. like. I've lost track. I just reread him every summer. <laughs> That's awesome. But, like, my issue is I read them really out of order. Like I said, I have cassette tapes of the Harry Potter books. So when yeah. I'm bored, I just, like, pick up my Walkman and I'm like, oh, cool, I'm listening. And I, like, don't really know what part it is. I don't know, like, what's going on in the story, but I figure it out. Yeah. But, yeah. That's kind of what I do when I can't sleep. I just pick off a book from my shelf that I've already read. Because, like, if I pick up a new book, then I, like, try and finish it and yeah. as far as I can. And then that ends up no- equaling no sleep. So, <laughs> not the best idea. Yeah. I just listen to Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. It's very calming, so... <laughs> yeah. I have, like, all of season one on my oh, phone, and so if I can't sleep, I'm just like, Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, boom. And I get to fall asleep to nerdy discussion. <laughs> it lulls me right to sleep. It's wonderful. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so... Hermione is tricky, because, like... It's like the Dumbledore is gay thing. Like, books are out, like movies at least movie one has been made and then she's like oh yeah by the way (laughs) Hermione's black and it's and it's just like did this not occur to you to like mention so we could put it on the cover art like yeah is this describe it in the book like it doesn't Mm -hmm. say anything no like I mean we assume that they're like I don't know. Yeah, because, like, as, like, we kind of whitewash everything, so you pick up a book, and unless it's expressly stated that a character's black, you read them as white, because, you know, society is a little bit messed up. So like, Harry Potter, they describe him as, like, pale. Yeah. In the books. But Ron, we just know he has red hair and freckles. But I've, I don't, are, like, freckles... I've never seen freckles on a black person, but I don't know if that's, like, wrong. 
Yeah. So, Kai, do you read Hermione as black? Well, I saw the movies first. So, I, like, if I, I don't know if what I would have thought if I just read them first and, like, got to make my own image of her. Yeah. But, like, because I always think of her as um, the actor that I don't know the actor for Hermione Granger, but I imagine that person whenever I think of her. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So I didn't in my first read, but I'm trying to get better about, like, because, like, when I pick up a book, unless it's expressly stated that a character is black, or if it's, like, on the cover, I read them as white. Like, it just doesn't register with me. Yeah. So I am trying to work on that. Like... And that kind of makes sense. Like, it's probably, it's not, like, a terrible thing. Because, like, we're all, we're both white, right? And yeah. And so we probably think, like, try and make them similar to us. Yeah. And, and we, so, like, we live in Colorado Springs, which is, like, the least diverse place in the world. So yes. it, like, just doesn't even cross my mind that, like, this they character. Yeah. A different so I'm trying to get better. Because, like, sometimes even if the author expressly states this character is black, I don't read them as black. And so I am trying to get better about, like, making a stronger mental image of that character and, like, Mm -hmm. respecting the author's choices a little bit better. Because I'm not very good at that. How do we rate her? So as a character... I it's think Hermione's hard. like amazing. She's better than Harry and Ron in my opinion cuz like mm-hmm. Ron's not useless but he's kind of not very helpful. And then Harry is just kind of special cuz of his scar so like I, yeah. and she's like super smart and is like really she really tries to help Harry in the goblet of fire. And I I think she's a great person. Yeah. Like and I think she's a good, like, character, too. Yes. Because, like, you know, Harry is just, he's just good. He's, like, yeah. automatically our savior because this weird thing happened to him when he was a baby. And then yeah. Ron... Like, he would have been a good person, but, like, he, it's just he got thrust into the situation, and so automatically he's, like... Boom, amazing protagonist. Yeah, exactly. And then Ron, like, I think the main reason he's there is because Ron has grown up in the wizarding world. Like, neither Harry or Hermione have that experience. So Ron serves as this tie. Ron can explain, this is apparition. This is why it's important. This is a port key. This is why it's important. And so I do think Ron is important. But again, I think a lot of, like, his necessity to the plot as a character is so he can explain things to Harry that Harry doesn't know. And then Hermione, like, she has no, like, preconceived benefits. Hermione has to build all of her knowledge by studying hard and, like, working hard. And And so I do have, like, a lot of respect for her. Yeah, especially, like, Harry just kind of gets his information from 
he gets the gist of it from Ron, and then he gets the details from Hermione, so he didn't mm-hmm. really have to work for it. It kind of annoys me that they, like, read off of her notes, but yeah, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> that does kind of annoy me as well. It's like, no, do your own homework. Um, The only issue I have with Hermione is spew. Like, I think she had the right intentions, but I don't really like the way she pulled it off. Like, by knitting those hats, she she didn't help anyone. Like, I mean, Dobby got a bunch of free hats, which is cool. <laughs> I know, and Dobby had to clean had fun. the room all by himself. But then he had to clean the room all by himself. So it's like, well, I mean, you get free hats, but no one wants the hats. So it's like, yeah. Eh. She was doing it the wrong way, and she, like, yeah, free hats, like, that's helpful. Like, Dobby likes hats. But she wasn't solving the problem she was trying to solve. Yeah. It's like if there's a hurricane, and instead of food and water and relief, you send, like, Bibles. (laughs) Yeah. Or, like, glasses for seeing. Like, okay, thanks. What are we going to do with these? So, I have a real-life story that kind of connects with that. It's really short, though. That's fine. Like, we were walking downtown, and this, like, apparently a church nearby was, like, giving out stuffed animals to the homeless, which doesn't really make sense, because, like, what are they gonna do with that? And Bryce was, my brother, was, like, five at the time or something, and so there was this homeless guy, and he was just like, do you want this stuffed animal? Because Bryce was little, and he was like, because, like, this doesn't help me at all. And it's like, they're trying to help but they're doing it in the completely wrong way. Like, yeah. It's not doing anything. Right. Like, you're not... That's not what they need. And no. it's like... You kind of have to ask the house elves. Like, I'm sure the house elves have complaints. I'm sure they have things that they need. Yeah. But hats are not one of them. Like, they don't want clothes. They don't want to be freed. So I think Hermione needs to, like, sit down, have a chat with more than one house elf (laughs) yeah and be like okay this is what we're gonna do like this is what you need and this is how i can give it to you yeah yeah so i definitely think that brings her down but i think as a character i'd probably give her like an eight or a nine yeah i'd say like nine yeah yeah she's pretty great Alright, and then as a person, if you saw Hermione walking down the hallway, what would you do, I think, I think it also, I think it would be a nine again, because, like, she's still, like, with the health selves, um, a little ignorant in, like, some cases, but, um, so I think it would be the same. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think, I think it would be the same. I think I'd rate her an 8, just because, like, I was sitting in math class the other day, and this girl comes up to me, and she goes, Ellie, can I have your answers? And I was like, no. (laughs) And, like, I think if that happened to Hermione, she would just, she would have been like, yeah, and handed over her work. And then I would have been like, ugh, Hermione, come on, you're better than this. 
Probably if, only if it was, like, a friend, though. Like, if it was, like, yeah. Draco Malfoy, she'd be like, no, and then punch him or something. But Kai, we don't know if our listeners are Dramini shippers. Don't <laughs> say things like that on the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to get, like, a one-star review. <laughs> That's okay. I gave us a five-star, so it'll help even it out. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's kind of like podcast review cheating. <laughs> we all gave ourselves, except David gave us a two star review. So yeah, but that was accidental. So <laughs> yeah, he likes our podcast. Yeah, he hopefully. just decided to give us two star. Yeah. Anyways, um, we're really off topic today. Um, so do we want to go with? Eight and a half, or just eight, or nine? We can do... Let's do eight and a half. Okay, I, I think that's a good compromise. Yes. All right. And finally. Lee Jordan. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> He's a Quidditch commentator. He's a host yeah. of Potter Watch. And a member of the DA! Woohoo! He's kind of accomplished. He's like us, Kai, podcaster. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Sorry, there's been a distraction. <laughs> um. Anyway, sorry about the background noise, people. Uh. Yeah. So Lee Jordan. Um. I think as a character. I think he's a. Like, a funny character. Like, the commentating is funny. Yeah. I think he's a little biased with Slytherins. But all, like, the Quidditch team Slytherins are kind of no good. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then being a host on Potter Watch is cool because he's helping inform the public on, like, bad stuff. Yeah. He's, like, making a real change. Yeah. All right. So, so, I think, like, an eight? Yeah, I definitely in think eight yeah. in the book. Because, like, he does definitely serve a huge purpose. Like, if it weren't for him, you know, we wouldn't have all the information that we had in Deathly Hollows. Yeah. And, you know, while we were on the hunt for horcruxes, every bit of information was very important. Yes. And I do think it's awesome that, like, Lee found, like, all right, here's what we can do. And he did it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think Potter that was, was really awesome. A great idea. Because, totally. like, there's only so much you can do if you're not the chosen one. Right. Because, like, everyone was just waiting for Harry to do mm-hmm. something. And like, so then... Like, well, we can help him out a little bit. Let's yeah. Let's He's like, can. I can't solve the problem, but I can make it easier. Mm-hmm. Like, let's inform the masses which is awesome especially because like where else are you going to get that information like luna's been captured the quibbler's no good anymore i mean Mm -hmm. it was questionable in the first place (laughs) (laughs) and then sorry luna and then um the daily prophet well it's the daily prophet i mean what more do i need to say and then like the ministry yeah, and then Rita Skeeta, no, 
<laughs> oh, I hate that woman. I feel I like all reporters in the Wizarding world are portrayed as terrible. Like, slash authors. Because yeah. we have, like, Lockhart. He really sucks. <laughs> we have Rita Skeeter, who's, like, want want. And then we have, like, Xenophilius, who, like, he's not terrible, but he does, like, yeah, kind of betray but... Harry, so that's, like, yeah. not good. And so it's, like, there's no good reporters slash journalists in the Harry Potter series. No. <laughs> Kai, we can hear the drawers. <laughs> oh, I know. They're being so loud. And my mom, like, came in my room to close the blinds, and it's like, that doesn't need to be done right now. <laughs> I should lock my door. That's what I'm gonna do. No one will be able to get in. Mwahaha. I know. It is secure. I put my family on lockdown. They were watching The Simpsons, and so I told them to turn it down. But yeah. I'm in my parents' closet, so it's very quiet in here. <laughs> I'm sitting amongst the racks of clothes. Yeah, normally we record, like, during the day, and so it's a lot quieter. <laughs> but my dad's grilling, and so he has to go in and out of the house. Ah. All Dad, right. just so you know, you messed up this podcast. Just tell yeah, jeez, Mr. Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, Lee Jordan as a character, what do we think? Um, didn't we give him an eight? Uh, oh, sorry, as a person. Yeah, okay. If you're uh, walking down the person, hall. I feel like he might be, like, kind <laughs> of annoying at times. Uh, but, like, I don't know. There are, like, some kid, like people I know that are, like, a little annoying, but I still like them. So maybe, I, I guess I would do an eight again. Yeah, or I'd probably. Maybe a seven and a half. I'd do an eight, I think. Because didn't he bring a tarantula to school? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. That is like a very Lee Jordan thing to do, I feel like. <laughs> like, of all the yeah, things he... you could have brought, I'm going to bring a giant spider. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. going to love it. All right, so what did we rate him? Eight. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I have a good memory. memory loss. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. You're turning into Dory. Okay. So, now we're going to scroll back through and we're going to see who got the highest rating as a character and who got the highest rating as a person. Person, that's the word. Okay. So, let's I see. I think Hermione got the highest as a character. Yeah, I think so. Yep. And then second place is Lee Jordan, or, uh, yeah, Lee Jordan and Angela. They're tied. Or, yeah. Angelina. I keep looking above. <laughs> Angelina, yes. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Um, and then in third place is Kingsley Shacklebolt with seven, and he's tied with no one. And then it's Dean Thomas and, um, what else? Is that ben it? Blaze Zabini. Oh, yes, and Blaze Zabini. You know, yeah. I think we just shouldn't even count him in this. 
<laughs> he got five for both. Yeah. It's just like not even. Last place for you. You survived. You get Blaze gets a participation award. <laughs> you lived Yay. through all seven books. Good job. Yeah. And all then right. for do you wanna do uh, as a person? Sure. Well I get to do the honor. Okay. Yes. Oh, this is very difficult. Okay. All right. Angelina is in the lead with nine. Woo! Because she's awesome. We love Angelina. Okay. And then Hermione is in second place with 8.5. Ooh, we got fancy with decimals. (laughs) Oh, and she's tied with Kingsley Shacklebolt, 8.5. Okay. And the next is... Lee Jordan! With eight. And then we have Dean Thomas with seven. (laughs) And then Blaze Zabini with (laughs) a participation. (laughs) Nothing about. He lived. Good job. You survived. (laughs) It's like those I survived book series. Oh, yeah. He just survived. I survived. (laughs) All right. So, now we're going to leave our wonderful words. (laughs) Wonderful quibbler section. That is hard to say. I will. I will say that. All right. My podcast for... (laughs) It's plural. Um, My podcast's recommendations for today are a very potter podcast so i love their name um because i am a huge a very potter musical fan Woo! kai remind me we should do a series on them um and i also like it's spelled w-z-r-d radio and i am also a huge wizard rock fan um this creeps a lot of people out. They're like, oh my gosh, you're weird. Get away from me. Because <laughs> people are always weird. like, oh, what music do you listen to? And I'm like, well, I don't really listen to much muggle music, but I have lots of great <laughs> wizard rock if you're in the market for that. Um, and wizard radio is where I get most of my, like, wizard rock information. Um, they do some really fun stuff. Uh, they always have, like, new musicians on, and they interview them, which I think is really cool. And, nice. yeah, and then they have a Patreon that you can join, and all extra proceeds are donated to the Yes All Witches grant, uh, which is run by Tonks and the Ors and is dedicated to giving grants to uh, diverse rockers who need help getting their rock band off the ground. So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. And now that I talked a lot about Wizard Radio, I feel like I should talk about a very Potter podcast. So it's a group of people, and they all do improv. And so they do really funny sections, like in their, like, get-to-know-the-cast-members thing. You know, Rita Skeeta interviews them all, and so that's pretty funny. And then they just do, like, random funny stuff. Like, they played a game where, like, they're, like, making up a rap 
on the go. And I listen I listen to all my podcasts on one and a half speed. Or if I'm feeling super awesome, I listen to it on double speed. And so that oh, sounded really speed. cool on double That's speed. Crazy. <laughs> it it sounds really weird then when you listen to them on like normal speed. Because it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, they talk so slow. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And then I have a single podcast episode recommendation. Um, it is called Love, Ride or Die. And it is by Alohomora. And the reason I'm recommending it is because I, the amazing Elo House, <laughs> am on it. So, Yay. you should listen to it. Because it's pretty awesome. It's kind of long. It's yeah. like two hours and 24 minutes. Um, and it's kind of funny because they thought she was like an adult, but she's yeah. not. Just so you know, we are not adults. <laughs> we are not adults. <laughs> yeah, so they were talking no. about rent. And they were like, yeah, has your rent gone up during COVID? And I was like, <laughs> well, I'm 14 and I do not pay rent. Yeah. So I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> and then there was a very long silence. <laughs> it was it was very shocking. Um, so that was pretty funny. But yeah. yeah, it was really fun recording. I hope it was fun listening to. I listened to it. I thought it was cool. My family listened to it and they had a lot of comments. So. <laughs> um Alright, and so for my book recommendations. Um I want to give an update on Children of Blood and Bone because I talked about it, but I was only like 10 pages in, so I didn't really know. I finished it today. I had a readathon and read like 100 pages because it was really good. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And so, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a great book. Highly recommend. Um, And then my book recommendation. I have not read this also, but I need to read this because it is called... <laughs> This is how we fly, and it is about a girl in the muggle world who plays muggle Quidditch. How cool oh, that's awesome. is that? There that's is a book cool. about a girl who plays muggle Quidditch, like, and it's Have even on the cover of the you, book. Ella? I know this is amazing. And writing a book, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the cover looks really cool. You can see her playing Quidditch, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing! And so that is on my read list. It is on Amazon. I highly recommend it. Please read it. What isn't on Amazon? Nothing. They sell, like, tiny houses now. <laughs> Kai Which wants to cool. live in a tiny house. Yeah, a you point have to, of like, reference. build them, though. <laughs> Which might be a deal break. Like, I don't want to build my tiny house because I don't know the first thing about that. <laughs> <laughs> I It would fall apart. But anyway, back to the quibbler. So I just have a book recommendation. I'm not good about podcasts. I don't really listen to them. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, my book recommendation for this week is H2O. I read this a while ago. Um... Sorry, my my earpiece fell out. Um, but it's basically about there. So this it's the the main character is this like teenage girl, and she like the world. So it's hard to explain. So there's like this meteor that came into the Earth's atmosphere, but it like burned up in the atmosphere. So no one thought much of it. Um, 
but there were apparently like these little micro things on the meteor that got dispersed into the air and so the rain became poisonous and deadly so if it touched you you like died um and so it's kind of like an end of the world scenario but it's really it's really interesting but you have to be super careful about water um and like how you drink it and it's it's a really good story it's kind of sad but it's also a series there are two books um and yeah okay that's very interesting so when you said h2o when i was in like i don't know like third grade i watched this tv show called h2o and it's about three mermaids oh i think i watched that too and so that took a very different route than what i was expecting because i thought it would be like the world Yeah, I thought it would be, like, the book version of that TV series. And I was like, oh, that was such a cute, like, TV show. I'd love that (laughs) show. And then you were like, yeah, and so the rain was poisonous. And I was like, oh, okay. That's a different (laughs) book. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But the cover's really cool because there's, like, this drop. Like, there's rain splattered on it, and then there's, like, a hole in it, which is cool because, like, it burns through stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Good book. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, do you have anything else to say? Besides nope. We miss you, David. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Hopefully you'll feel better by next week. Yeah, it was a very lonely episode without you. Yes. It was a long episode. Sorry, guys. We try yeah. to keep them, like, under 30 minutes. <laughs> That's surprising. I thought today's would be shorter. Yeah. I know. I'm kind of in a talkative mood. Yeah. Yeah.